Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Men's, our next guest is brought to us by Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Everything you need to get the job done, shop in-store or online. It is one of our greats. We are speaking to Megan Shoot. Shooter, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good intro. Oh, well, it's true. You are one of the great cricketers that this state has produced. And you're coming up on your... 200th game for Australia, which is just outstanding. As a milestone, does that mean a lot to you? I don't know. I've been trying to reflect a little bit on that. I think it. I think in a sense of being a, a fast bowler, yes. But I think being a part of this team and having to have played that many games in one of the most dominant teams ever, um, that's probably what makes it more special. I think... 200 is, is a lot, but um, it's been 200 pretty special games amongst some pretty special people. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, nothing happens in between that time and, and I can tick off that milestone, but it's certainly not one that I ever saw coming. Yeah, and Shooter, you've played in some very good teams and uh, you take on South Africa at the Adelaide Oval on Saturday, February the 3rd. Now, you're going to be bowling to the likes of Laura Wolfhart, who obviously has played with you at the Strikers. So I just want to know, how much do you pick up in the nets, having been teammates with her in the BBL? Uh, quite a lot. Me and Talia are very much so um, really good at being annoying and just getting in her ears. So pretty much towards the back end of the series, I remember specifically <laughs> Talia telling me she bowled her in the nets and was like, that's coming for you at the whacker. And <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I love is just making sure that we just nip away and we do remember, like, she, she uh, made some comment about not liking the looks of facing Cheadle. Um, and I was like, well, you know, we're probably going to pick her for the test at the Wacker and just doing little comments to get inside her head before we've even played them. So I love it a bit since she's a great player. But at the same time, um, yeah, you've got to take note of your opposition, don't you? You certainly do. But just on the 200 games, which Bonds mentioned, Women's cricket growth, not just through the financial and the money side, but the level of play, the standard. You've been there for a long time. The test matches against England and India in particular were really high quality. It's in a really good place at the moment, isn't it? It's wonderful. Um, I think that's been the best part of, of reflecting on, you know, possibly 200 games is from my first game to where it is now. It's a completely different game in, in every facet. I think the fielding is, is what stands out to me the most. I think absolutely elite now um everyone's athletic and agile and just it is now the standard what used to be you know the idea um and that's what's really cool but i think just the amount of work that goes into domestic cricket um now you know we come home to our state programs and it's it's smooth the transition's perfect we can know we can continue to work on our game and the resources that are there now and i just think back to know my first contract for Australia and how they only brought in contract state you know like eight years ago and how things have shifted so quickly it's been really cool to be a part of. The formats let's talk about that the the T20 format the ODI format and more recently girls are playing more test cricket 
Um, what's your favourite format and would you like to see more tests played? <laughs> Uh, my favourite format's 50 over. Um, I think that, I mean, it's a bit controversial since people think it's, you know, a game that's dying. But, it is. Uh, you get every facet, you know, you kind of get a little bit of test-ish at the start, you know, of competitive balls moving, um, power play, so a little bit in it for the batters too. And then towards the back end, you get your T20 special swing and ding. So, um, uh, yeah, for me, 50 over is, is the, the pinnacle format of testing you out in every single area. But... I think, you know, the girls want to play more tests. Personally, I mean, I don't want to play more tests, as in physically, but I think that is where the game is going and that's where it should be going. So to see them putting in some resources and some time into producing more test match formats for us in these bilateral series is, is really cool. And I know that those girls feel very special to be wearing their baggy greens. And, you know, I've I've done that and that is so special, but my body is not taking test cricket anymore. So... <laughs> Um, I'm not too mad about that one, but it's really cool to see where the game is going and, and hopefully with some really good test matches that have been and hopefully another good one at the Wacker can really showcase why we want to play more of that format. Well, Megan, you're only 31. Is uh, 300 games on the card? <laughs> God, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's taken 11 years to get 200, so, um, yeah, I, d- I don't foresee 300. I think I looked at Pez um, when she played a 300 the other day and I... I was like, geez, this girl does have at least another 100 in her, and that is incredible yes. stuff to me. Um, but I'm a bit more realistic and um, also have, you know, a two-and-a-half-year-old. So I've missed enough of her childhood and eventually got to give it up and, and start paying some more attention. So with a two-and-a-half-year-old, how do you go with playing again, around the world? But you, I guess your IPL experience with RCB, uh, we know that that competition in both men's and women's is going gangbusters at the moment. Must be a real balance, but at the same time, a really cool experience for you. Yeah, it, it's a hard one. I think sometimes you've got to remind yourself to actually enjoy the experience when it is so hard being away from home. And, and I kind of thought as she got older, it might get easier, um, but it, it's kind of getting harder to leave. So, um, yeah, it's definitely probably shortened my career realistically more than what I thought it would. Um, but thank God for technology, really. I mean, she's at an age now she can really engage in FaceTime. And, and without that, you know, we were away just before for Christmas and New Year's over in India. And, you know, being away from your family at that time is really hard, yet alone um, your kids. So it was, it's tough, but it is, is the way of the future. And there's so many cool tournaments and opportunities coming now that hopefully, you know, once I finish playing proper Australian cricket, I can pick and choose a couple of those a year to, to help boost the funds because God knows what I'm doing post-cricket. But... <laughs> Um, it's really cool to see them popping up. It really is. Now, I mentioned at the start that you played in some very good teams. I want to ask about the Adelaide Strikers who've gone back-to-back in the Big Bash in the women's competition. Why is has the team been so successful? And Bonds and I mentioned it when, when you won it. Probably the most reliable team in any sport at the time. You just know what your team's going to bring every week and you're going to be so hard to beat. Yeah, I'm, I love that summary. I think reliable is, is a really flattering term. Um, I think people thought that our predictability was going to make us easy beats in some sense. I know we came out of the draft and everyone was like, nah, strikers have made some poor choices. They don't look um, you know, very very good this year. And we also kind of love that underdog status as well. We're like, screw you. Like It's all about balance. <laughs> and we, we knew what we needed, what we wanted, and we filled that role perfectly. So, um, yeah, the people who come in slot in perfectly, transitioned well, but I think we just have a really well-balanced team and we've had the same core for a very long time. Our domestic players have been with us for at least five years and 
we know each other's game inside and out. You know, we're playing for a coach that we absolutely adore and that goes a long way. So, I don't know, we just we just get the job done. There's no big spectacle about us. We don't need, you know, a, a Laura Harris to try and hit it into the next stadium or that kind of stuff. And, you know, we just, I think that's what we spoke about throughout the entire tournament is every te- every person contributes to a team and everyone did that in every single match. You mentioned that you're not sure what you're going to do after cricket. And I'm not about to retire you anytime soon, but do you see <laughs> do you see coaching in your future? Will you be you think coaching cricket will be a part of your life? Uh, I think in a smaller aspect, I, I don't really have any aspirations to to be a head coach um, or even assistant coach. We'll see where that wind takes me. But um, I, I'd like to do some form of cricket, whether that's you know just bowling coaching or fielding coaching a bit more privately. But I, I don't want cricket to be my life outside of cricket. So once I finish, I, I want it to remain a small part of my life and do a little bit on the side because I still absolutely love the sport. And, you know, I want to give back to it. I, I want the next generation to, to know the work ethic and know what's needed to, to continue. But at the same time, I don't want to be living the life of not knowing your schedule, not really having control of it. So um, I think cricket will be involved in, in some aspect, aspects, sorry, but I, I don't think it'll be my overall job. Shooter, congratulations on a, well, so far a magnificent career. The 200th game coming up, which is amazing. Uh, you guys play South Africa at the Adelaide Oval on February 3, and, and people can get tickets at ticketech.com.au. So uh, go and see our world champion Australian team, including this lovely lady, Megan Shoot. Thanks for joining us, Shooter. No worries. Thanks for having me. Take care, guys. Megan shoot there, men's what? A, she's a, she's an absolute superstar of the game, and to be part of the Australian team for so long, and when they've been so dominant in in every aspect, one hundred percent. That sums it up beautifully. There, she here's a couple of her accolades: Com Games gold medal at Birmingham, Birmingham twenty twenty two. She's been a World Cup winner in the T20 format three times, 2018, 2020, and 2023, and ODI World Cup 2013 and 2022. Now, I mean, you'd take one of them as a as a cricketer. So she has done it all for such a long time as well at such a high level. And I loved her answer where she said that the group that they've had at the women's strikers team has been together for a number of years now and they know how they all play and they that way they can rely on each other. Isn't it just funny that it's evident in the men's competition yes. with the Scorchers yes. and the Sixers in particular yes. as well that that's where the success really comes from and we're seeing it in both the men's and the women's format. It's been a great week, men's. It's uh, been good to be back and we'll do it all again next week. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone, and go the Aussies. See you later.